0: sweet playing welcome back all you four color funny book aficionados this is us comics cast hq for all things comic book connected we are john and charlie rivera co-founders of us comics charlie happy comic book day
1: and happy comic book day to all of our fellow nerds out there and welcome back If you're joining us for the very first time, please make sure to like, comment, or subscribe. If you don't, Freddy is gonna come for you. And, oh baby, those hands are sharp. John, how's this beautiful
0: comic book day treating you? Oof, Charlie, considering that it is also as well as New York Comic Con Eve, I can't lie, I'm pretty juiced up. Tis the season... As we like to say, New York Comic Con is literally uh, around the corner, it's following, the. it's around the bend, it's after the sun come up um, over the horizon. Sadly though, um, sadly we did get some news, not to bring us down to literally start the fucking show, but um, we caught news today that a uh, literal <laughs> world record holder... A tremendous artist, kind of like a a once-in-a-lifetime artistic talent was lost. Kim Jong-gi passed away today, or I guess in the overnight, technically. Um, uh, You know, actually literally headed uh, on his way to New York Comic Con. Uh, He's, again, the, the, the world record holder for the longest drawing by an individual. If you do not know his work, do yourself a favor. Go ahead to go over to Google or your search engine of choice, and uh, check out Kim Jong Gi, spelled G-I, uh, he, he just did tremendous, tremendous work, incredibly detailed work, and uh, all for memory, which is to me some kind of a fucking superpower, because I need a reference when I'm writing my own signature, when I'm signing a check, I'm like, these motherfuckers <laughs> are not going to take this at the bank, because my. My signature. It's also the reason why I know I'm never gonna be famous. So I do apologize in advance, Charlie. Uh, Damn I cannot it. do the signature the same twice in a row. But uh, yeah, Kim Jong Gi passed away sadly, young man. Um, so so uh, I say rest in peace, Charlie. You say I would say rest in power. Rest in power uh, right?
1: Especially especially these cats who leave such a uh,
0: uh, an immense. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a mark man an indebtable mark that he has left the, the, first? his sketchbooks all I'm gonna say is this his sketchbooks which have been put out there are mm-hmm. better in their totality than many if not most uh are are uh, fucking like classically trained artists yeah finished work it, it is just insane it is um, amazing and to
1: leave walk. to leave such a irreplaceable uh mark and, and mm. impossible to duplicate. Uh, mark on this yeah. industry void, to be man. so fucking talented. Yeah, he, he worked um, for
0: Disney. He worked for Marvel, but like on on the larger on the larger uh, um, kind of like, a, like battlefront, um, just like I mean, he put so much work out into the world. Family man. It's he, he's gonna be. He's definitely gonna be missed. I I don't want to start off by bringing us down. I just wanted to give credit where credit is due. Absolutely. Um. So so once again, uh, rest in peace, sir. Um. But also as well as. Charlie, I'm I don't dying. know if it's if it's just if it's just me, but there aren't there like some situations where like you you go to sleep, and it's one thing, and then you wake yes. up and it is. I can only imagine this is what actual werewolves, lycanthropes, if you will, <laughs> what they feel like like. I had a full tummy. I gotta go to bed now. I got work in the morning and you're wearing your fucking like Pac Man pajamas and you know, you made sure that the fucking heaters turned up. So if you kick <laughs> off the fucking blankets in the middle of the night, you don't wake up all chilly and then you're awake. Uh, but then like you the sun comes up and you you're in a fucking uh zoo in like the wolf cage in the zoo and you're butt naked and covered in what is not salsa. <laughs> I can only imagine that that's what this is like, because I went to sleep, and I could have sworn it was the 4th of July. Yeah. And then I woke up, and it is Christmas... Not even Christmas Day, because that's nice. Like, day after Christmas, just fucking (laughs) barren and cold and stark. Uh, I don't know exactly what happened. however, as uh, I I do try... You might not think so, but I do try to look for the good in things, uh, this... Fucking cold snap, which has just shriveled the testiculars, uh, at least means that Charlie, the Halloween season is upon us. Motherfucker, here, don't bury baby. the lead. It
1: is spooky season and I am fucking here for it. I got my baby all tuned up. We're ready to, to rock and roll. Oh,
0: <laughs> Ghostbuster season oh, yeah, long. Dude. The, and you know the ghosts are at home like Ugh. Uh, like 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 fucking Jason Voorhees on Friday the 12th. They're like, oh, it is on this year, motherfucker. You <laughs> know, Ghostbusters gonna take me down. We'll fucking um, see about that, you chumps. Yeah, so so good. And um, I, I I I apologize for having to ask. Um, before when it was in my neck of the woods. It was referred to as the Great Pumpkin Picture Show. What's yes. your cinematic spooky film endeavor called?
1: Uh, st- don't make me remember a thing I oh, have been on, doing man. for three weeks already. Where it's a spo I think it's just the Spooky Movie Marathon. Charlie and Jess. Charlie Spooky Movie middle. Marathon. I'm gonna
0: watch scary movies now. Athon. So Charlie got one. <laughs> I had one. I passed the torch. But it is indeed that time of year. You crank up the heat. You put on some pumpkin spice something or another in your <laughs> belly, and you just fucking watch the goodies. And this year, it's not just the movies. We've got a couple of shows hitting the Fuck screen. Yeah. So uh, I thought this would be a good opportunity not just to talk about, because yeah, obviously in those uh, social media endeavors that we have had uh, separately, uh, we talk about like the stuff that's out there that we love every year. You kind of dust it off. you you give it a good watch. You dissect a few things more and more every year. Um, but there's a lot of new, new fucking out there. And, um, and not all of it is the monsters. So, like, there's hope. Thankfully, on this list, none of it is the fucking monsters <laughs> Because that, um, that was particularly offensive. Um, you want to talk about stolen gimmicks? I'm borrowing my brother's decision. His,
1: his unique... Uh, world-traveled sensibility to when you see a trailer for something and you go, "That looks terrible," to not then go watch it. So I am not watching the fucking yeah. monsters, yeah.
0: Yeah. no sir. Yeah, it's called um, having taste. You're like, hmm. Let me let me read what's on the menu. Oh, I'm not used to that. Oh, piss covered shit. I'm gonna go ahead and take a miss. I'm going to see what's on page two of the menu and. Maybe uh, maybe dabble over here in the charcuterie board, um, but yeah, again, Charlie, there is so much good good going out there. Yeah. And um, honestly, the, the the first one that that caught my attention is one of those, um, one of those projects that are put out there that the the concept of it is so strong that you end up getting multiple variations almost seemingly at once. Yeah, like Ghost Ship Two. Not like Ghost Ship Two, however, I Ghost do... Ship in the Hood. Continuously cringe about that one scene in Ghost Ship where the fucking cable gets pulled super yeah. tight and just, and just wh- fucking, wh- oh my god, just oh, runs a That pain one, train that, on that like one, 90% of the fucking crew. Oh my god,
1: that one goofy bitch left alive when people's heads have fallen off. She has the
0: audacity to be upset. You're too short to be dead. She, she was a child, so we're going to give her a little bit of a break on the height thing. But what a chump. I, I hear where you're coming from with that. But no, um, no, the, the project that I'm talking about is uh, Night of the Ghoul. Ooh. And uh, if for anybody uh, who's Is that not about familiar, my college dating history? Could be. Could be. That would probably. You know I'm gonna leave that one alone. <laughs> I will leave it alone, uh, just for potential lawsuits' sake. No, so it's uh, it's the good Snyder, Scott Snyder, along with Francisco Fran Cal, friend, friend Cavala. Yeah, we'll go with that one, Francisco Francavala, uh Their Night of the Ghoul. It uh, coincidentally, maybe it actually starts its print run, um, coming off of the original digital run, which was obviously very successful or successful enough to be worthy of killing trees over. Uh, the same, li- the literal same fucking day that uh, the, the news of 20th century studios swooping in and fucking buying the rights and adapting that shit. So the short version for anyone who's not familiar, which I think is probably most. Um, think of like the, the old classic horror movie. So all of us horror lovers, Charlie... Myself and, and probably 87% of the people who also like our comic book shit. Uh, think of like the old classics: your 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 mummy, your uh, Wolfman, your Dracula, right? So these type of Frankenstein, obviously um, classic universal monsters. These were this was um that there was a movie in that vein, which was like so fucking effective. And this is again, obviously, back in the day, that um, they're like, "No, fuck it, we can't, we can't show this. This is too much." So they like they shelve the movie, like the decision. It was almost a, it was almost a Batgirl scenario. They're like, the movie is like about to pop. The the cast and crew are literally having their rap party, and the fucking decision makers like, "Nah, fuck all that shit. Batgirl, that motherfucker. We are never showing this." They go to put the fucking film away. This is no spoilers. This is like the first few breaths of the story. Um, there's a fucking fire in the place where the cast and crew were celebrating. Everybody dies. So now you have a movie that is like basically like a, a, an old wives' tale that's never been seen, where everyone involved has fucking gone up in smoke, literally. And... Uh, the continuing saga, like it is, is a continuously problematic. Forget about these fucking touchy-feely directors and producers from back in the day. This is some problematic shit. They needed to cancel this motherfucker. Um, so you know, again, the, the 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 hilarity ensues from there. But it's such a great concept, and you know, it's That's very funny. That's fucking awesome. The first time I got into the digital version, my mind immediately went to fucking uh, um Shadow of the Vampire. Yes. Woof, which is like a movie within a movie, but like kind of based around a fucking old wives tale rumor mill thing like yo, that, that fucking vampire was really a vampire. Like nobody fucking knows the actor. That motherfucker never did anything before or after that movie and, and clearly the movie uh in reality is uh Nosferatu. But uh just watch that movie, watch that fucking yes, Count Orlok. damn straight. Ellis coming through with the With the info, the 101, um, that bald, long-eared, fucking Vulcan-looking motherfucker. uh, Just fucking dynamite, dude. Just dynamite. So that was like project number one. But um, probably a little more fanfare over Hulu's Hellraiser. Fuck yes! Woo, baby!
1: Pinhead is
0: beautiful
1: Bro, my boner's never been more confused ever. No, should I am I getting the wrong takeaway? I'm talking about the original too. Remember when that guy ain't got no skin? Oh
0: baby. That is the sort of nudity Ooh. I'm into. Charlie's like, um, I peel the chicken the skin off my chicken, and I'll peel the skin off my fucking horror monsters. I I I enjoy scary movies mm.
1: unironically. I'm not a cool fucking guy being like, I'm not smoking a cigar, watching some scary shit, being like, well... That was I love. I'm pretentious as fuck yeah, when I yeah, watch anything terrible. except scary movies. Scary movies? I have the blanket up to here. I'm like, "Ooh, Hellraiser gonna get me." Pinhead
0: is scary, motherfucker. <laughs> the the you, you they in can't the... tell pain from pleasure. That's bad.
1: Yeah, that's not good. Cause I love pleasure and I fucking hate pain. Um, there. Yeah, you're funny that way. There is something so uniquely fucked up about the Hellraiser franchise because that first movie is fucking terrifying and it is fucking cerebral, but also like, I mean, it's so gory and fucked up and awesome. And,
0: And all the effects are practical effects. Like they built all
1: that shit. Fucking incredible. And then the second one, you're like, okay, these will get better again. Like this is clearly not... Uh, cause that's Clive
0: Barker, right? Clive Barker, baby, yeah. Who's a genius. He's the a second genius. one you're like, a okay, an well author too, by the way, a lot of people have not read his, fuck his yeah. written work. Matter of fact, fucking pinhead, uh, and company that that's where they got their start. They got their shot yeah. on the written page.
1: Uh, unbelievable but like then the third one came out and like i think henry cavill's in it and he's like a douchey australia those fucking movies get awful quick it didn't take five it literally the second one in hindsight blows by the time there's one with like a dvd player in his head i'm not scared anymore i'm just pissed then i heard that like, they were if, gonna if go you fucking- were really
0: gonna be scary it would be like a betamax like fuck a yeah! Laser disc player, like, fuck oh, yeah! Man, those things are very large and super outdated, and they're crazy expensive. I'm, like, I feel your pain, buddy. Fuck yeah!
1: But then I heard the announcement about woke hellraiser, and I was like, "This is gonna be bad." Like, oh, this people. just sounds. People, Come this on. just, but this sounds like a Please. thing a woke douchebag would do. They're like, "It's pinhead," but we're gonna like. And then I saw. The teaser trailer? And oh. Homegirl has like a puzzle box in her throat. Jamie and she likes sexy Clayton.
0: but gorgeous ja- Jamie, woman. Jamie Clayton, let me let me do a little uh I'm yes, no please. Cleo, But I'm gonna go ahead and look into the future. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what you're going to happen here for you, sweetheart. And we're cancelled, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. Happy holiday. Ironically, Miss Cleo didn't see that one coming. Um however, I'm gonna say this. <laughs> If you're listening, and I I know you're not, Miss Jamie Clayton, you are going to... I hope that you are watching uh, the current run of She-Hulk, Attorney at Law, because you are going to run into a very She-Hulk problem. Her fucking dating app profile, (laughs) her pinhead profile is going to get all of the fucking attention. uh, and, And Jamie, she'll still probably get... Hit up once or twice, like probably for me. But um, like most people, they're gonna be thinking, "Pinhead, at least just put the put the wig cap on, baby, just once. Yeah, just give me the do ball cap, just once." Do Ooh, your go. feet got pins in it?
1: Um, the trailer hit every fucking. Awesome. thing I could possibly
0: oh, cool. want. Even had, even had a little peppering in of like the, the fucking original theme music like oh uh, I got the tingle. Oh it's so fucking awesome. And the and yeah. for me all
1: I hope out of these like revival series, because they made it very clear this isn't a fucking reboot. This is a full reimagining and they specified the creative team they specified like Hellraiser's untouchable. We're not trying to fucking compete with Hellraiser. We're trying to do our own thing. So what's amazing about that in you Christians, it? yeah, <laughs> it loses all the weight of its shitty sequels. This is the fucking dream sure. for
0: people who love creepy shit. Well, um, I can't ironically, wait. it decided say, you know what? All those like crazy sequels that you didn't particularly love, especially Charlie, don't even worry about those shits. So we're just barreling straight ahead, um, much like Halloween ends. Fucking Halloween! <sighs> I fucking is doubt as it. As difficult. <laughs> It's as difficult to keep fucking straight than anything in the Aliens franchise, anything in the Predator fucking world. Oh yeah, Like, There's... it is so all over the place. But if Jamie Lee Curtis is to be believe, then two things are true. There is a... Activia yogurt will set your shit straight, <laughs> literally. And uh, this is the last that we are going to see of that chalky, white, Captain Kirk face... Which, quite frankly, myself and Shorts Decay cannot wait for. I have never, I've never really been into. Love Halloween, yeah, love pumpkin pie. Uh, I don't, I just don't particularly love the Halloween franchise. Michael Myers the... just seems to me is like. Yeah, he's just kind of a slow douche. The problem is we've gone so fucking far
1: past it. <laughs> Alice, now, Alice Halloween... Ellis just wants to see the
0: world burn.
1: No, I'm with Ellis on this one. He might be sarcastic. Halloween 3, the second best Halloween film. And there's been 100 Halloween films. They have Only. three different universes. Only
0: if you're the Fuck kind out of monster that insists, on will be like... This one is better than this one, and this one's better than this one. John, it's not. That's not not how Halloween works. You can't watch them all at once, my man. Let me ask you this,
1: John: Do you have a hard time watching? Do you have a hard time ranking the Jaws films? Because that's the Halloween franchise. There's
0: Halloween, and then there's dog shit. I'll ask you this: How many, uh, how many (laughs) uh, outings of Halloween has Quint been in? Because I then mean, the answer cliche. is very very simple. Um, I, I will say this: uh, this fucking movie, Smile. That's dropping, oh, like, get the fuck out of here! Smile. That's one of those like I'm not gonna watch it alone. What a creepy! What a creepy! Like there there are some things that you just need one visualization of. This particular motherfucker, they they went ahead and they did it and it. they stuck it into the audience. Of a, a immediately uh, a coming up uh, pre-playoff MLB game, and the fucking bitch went viral. This smiling motherfucker. People were talking. This is this is the definition of viral. COVID, and smile <laughs> poster at the baseball game because people were talking about how creepy the face was. What is this from? This then the other thing. That's what like marketing PR folks. They literally. They they rub one out to that shit daily. They get so excited for it. Everyone was talking about it, and um, this is also one of those few uh, few uh, instances where the fucking hype seems kind of like a kind of like valid because apparently this is uh this is going to be a bomb type fucking movie. What else? Oh, all the other talk was about you know those sequels, Charlie. That they seem to take fucking forever, yeah. And nobody was particularly asking for it, but everybody got their went tits up when they said yeah. they were getting it. Took almost a decade for this sequel, baby. Well, apparently, this uh, unlike this, the one you're referring, this uh, sequel is actually apparently better than the original. <laughs> uh, Hocus Pocus two has gone ahead and dropped on Disney Plus. They had a huge they it, it dropped on Disney Plus, but they had a fucking premiere. Where there were more Sanderson sisters that you can shake a fucking black wick candle. Whatever the fuck that thing is called That Uh, I thought that was getting dirty for a second. I was like, John's just waving around ding-dongs. Sanderson's do what they gotta do. Uh, Bubble, bubble. (laughs) Um, But anyway, apparently the movie is pretty darn good. They, They earned their premiere, All the Fucking Stars. uh uh, came out for it and um i haven't seen it yet but i definitely will like you you know know, you know candy corn you're like i'm not there's no fucking way i'm not gonna all right fine yeah about like october (laughs) 39th you're like fine give me the give me the candy corn i I will watch it you know what's really cool about hocus
1: pocus too is that um you know really cool people are talking about how like dumb it is online like that's always like you're a real unique specimen if you're angry about a children's movie for children you nerds
0: holy shit never john in
1: 12 hours not to cut you off but in 12 hours i went from like i fucking get it hocus pocus 2 is available to stream to immediately feeling the need to fucking defend horseface and company because i'm like how bit, how are you gonna bitch about hocus pocus 2 knock it off put they, on your you you're you're What a bunch. Have your fucking lip all half hanging out. Ride your vacuum. Shut the fuck up. The lot of them.
0: I'm going to buy
1: Hocus Pocus 2 merch just to annoy these fucking douche nuggets on Twitter. It's, oh, it's, it's, fuck uh, people.
0: It's, it's a Disney product, so so there's clearly going to be a lot of merch. Oh,
1: John, there's a black person in it. No black people in Hocus Pocus 1. Yeah, that's kind of fucked up, isn't it? Maybe I mean, we should have a black person in Hocus Pocus, you motherfuckers. How,
0: that, that did seem a little kind of sketchy. It was a horror movie, technically. <laughs> Honestly, just the fact that Doug Jones is in it should give the majority of uh, any moviegoers with taste, uh, enough fucking um, justification to, to, to watch it. Um, <laughs> but, in, but in any case, the douche nugget's not what's You know what's very interesting to me? As much as I know that you are anti-douche nugget, your ear is so far <laughs> down to the douche nugget rail. You're like, mm, what is motherfucking you're, you're like, I have a new a new Charlie uh, uh, fucking analogy. Charlie is Gargamel. Charlie Gargamel Rivera hated the fucking Smurfs so much. So much. Like, he was just angry. He's like, these fucking Smurfs moved into my neighborhood, dropped the value of of the property down. I hate him. I fucking hate him. But he just filled his day. Like, I can only imagine Gargamel's podcast. He's just like wearing a dress with big red boots. He's like, all right, listen to what these fucking smurfs did now. Can you believe that shit, real? Like really, you're a clearly evil dude, and you're naming your cat an angel name. Like get it together, Gar-Godell. Like, Got to keep on, him God. guessing, man. I see that. But um, one of the things that I was uh, excited about, I'm not going to let Halloween bring me down, bro. Um, lives of the Mayfair witches. So uh, not as many people, but a lot of people are going to be familiar with that particular franchise so lives of the mayfair witches and rice uh, if i said to you and rice fucking seminal work put out a thousand fucking books love the world over characters that they know inside out you're like interview the vampire vampire chronicles am i right am i right am i right yeah. and i would say nah 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 son nah 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 so um as the name infers um the mayfair witches are a coven of witches And uh, they just do things a little bit different up around Mayfair. Uh, And it's it's really fucking awesome. Now, the thing about Anne Rice is... She's fucking really, really into the idea
1: of me questioning my sexuality because Armand seems like a guy I'd want to hang out with. Like, I don't want to kiss him, but, like, maybe we'll kiss, you know.
0: (laughs) Charlie, uh, do me a favor, hang out after class. We're going to have to have a little sit down talk i think you're having some issues that i really need to address um but kind of sort of you're really not that fucking far off so the mayfair witches they um they they really kind of live those type of lives and the, their powers and the supernatural of it all aside they're just a bunch of catty motherfuckers and um yeah there, there's just gonna be a lot going on ellis don't worry about it because this also as well as has not dropped yet but we are going to be giving in-depth views, and that's the other thing too. For anybody who's thinking, like Ellis is thinking, you guys are barreling through fucking topics. This is also, as well as my favorite fucking time of year, we're running all month long. So it's not entirely uh, unreasonable to think that these conversations are not going to be had uh, at further length and in more detail, because there's just so much. I mean, fuck. We even we had already talked about a uh, werewolf by night coming, which. Is gonna be really Marvel's first fucking dalliance into really horror. Um, and uh, they fucking said, as they're making it, they said, Look, this is Glorious Tits. Like, nobody told us no. Like, yeah. nobody came in and said, Oh, you can't really do that. Uh, don't forget who owns the goddamn company, you goofy bitch. Nobody came in and said that. There I just zero imagine rodents on set.
1: I just imagine Mickey like opens the door to where <laughs> they're shooting and like a bucket of blood hits him and he just slowly backs out.
0: Oh no. I've made a mistake. <laughs> He's like, yeah, so I, we excited. We've got to close the Indiana Jones ride. It's got to be updated <laughs> down here in, in Disneyland. And <laughs> the fuck did I just step in? <laughs> uh, so, So, yeah. So, so we got that dropping. Um, Keeping it in the vampire world, Reginald the vampire, kind of like a uh, the love child of The Office and fucking uh, What We Do in the shadows. Uh That's coming to sci-fi, but let's be honest, we're all just going to watch it on Hulu anyway. But yeah. it does fucking star Ned, um, Ned dot dot, Peter Parker's buddy that gets into hijinks too, and he also knows the secret, but then he was made to forget. Um, so Ned is starring there all pointy-toothed and stuff. Um, I, I forget. I I know that your take on Spider Man, yeah. Um, and you were, you were kind of like entertain me, uh, over the the multiverse of madness and fucking, um, Spider Man's fucking adventure away from home for once. And now he's back home now, but everything's all fucked up. So, but how did you particularly like the Ned character? I know that you had a prediction of kind of what was around the corner, but he's already saying like I don't even know if in the fourth. Ah, uh, he's a I, fucking. We're kinda, getting a chubby hobgoblin. I, I'm
1: calling it. Motherfucker loves yellow. He can glide with the best of them. Um, my only uh issue yeah. with um Ned yeah. is that he's hanging out with the wrong fucking Spider-Man. Clearly, that's Miles Miles' buddy. And they were just like, we'll take this for white Spider-Man. Like, for all this fucking talk about like all this white shit that got Motherfucker, you stole the one unique Miles Morales. Thing. Is Peter Parker gonna fucking be spray painting shit next? You fucking nerds!
0: I mean, Fuck Spider Man. You know, you know what they say about fucking.
1: Uh, <laughs> just taking everything.
0: I hate Spider Man. First Elvis and now Peter Parker. Just taking everything. God damn it. Even MJ, son of a bitch. Well, like half of her. I don't know. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So we talked about that. Now, now, uh, taking it back into Johntown, uh, Miss. Mr. Harrigan's Phone, uh, that's coming in Netflix, or I think maybe it has already a day or two ago. So anyone who doesn't know that, that's a, a Stephen King novella. Uh, it appeared in, uh, what did it show up in? It was in If It Bleeds. So If It Bleeds was kind of a more recent... <laughs> Fucking metal. What a it's great in... name for a book. Yeah, it's in, uh, it's in the eye. Actually, If It Bleeds is probably best known from John as being one of the very best Stephen King hardcover uh, um, one of the best covers that Stephen King's hardcovers have had in a very, very long time. It's pretty dope. The fucking cat, but there's like a mouse on his nose, and ooh, when you read the cat, that's the other uh, rat. Rather, that's a fucked up story. But they decided to adapt uh, Mr. Harrigan's phone, which is it's kind of like in the vein of um, Evil Phone. Not so much. I mean, bring, it's not bring, so much the death. phone that's evil. It's people that are evil,
1: Charlie. Oh. Well, that's uh, the Walking Dead, isn't the zombies. It's the survivors. Took them 40 seasons to explain that little goddamn gem. Yeah, no. no.
0: And they <laughs> were already dead, and, but, 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 but don't worry, yeah. me, I was going to get a spinoff. The guy that was never in page fucking one of the comics <laughs> is getting his own spinoff. Go figure. So I'm just going to run through Is he going to wash quick.
1: his fucking hair? No, At this point, crazy. all I want zombies, is to wash his bro. hair.
0: Zombies, give me a break. Um, so what else we're getting uh, um, the Midnight Club, which is Mike Flanagan's new series uh, We talked about hell right there Grim Cuddy, which is like a literal fucking one of these stories that are taken like the meme Like the slender man meme and the fucking uh, evil smiley face bitch meme and you know terrible things happen This is kind of taking that concept and running with it. Uh, Grim Cuddy That's not a face you want to wake up to either um, what else? The Watcher, not to be confused with The Witcher, um, that's coming to us. That's going to be on Netflix also. Halloween Ends we talked about already. Also, The Good Nurse. The Good Nurse is one of those flicks that, um, if you look at it, you're like, oh, it's a it's a meek cute rom com situation. Oh no no no. Oh uh, um, somebody's like just striving with like a a real health crisis and the love of their life comes and really holds their hand through it. No no. Oh no not at all. Thriller? horrible so, Horror story? Real cool. Gonna lose sleep about it? I'm there. I am fucking there. Uh, and then also, uh, The Matriarch, which is coming to Hulu. The Matriarch apparently, from what the trailer uh, infers, is really kind of one of those like horror, thriller type, butthole type flicks, uh, but I like them. I like those movies that you have to sit down and pay attention to as if there's going to be a quiz. Immediately yeah. after the fucking movie, my brother loves his homework. Oh man, I just love it really more than anything. I love um actuallying people when they get the most minuscule fucking detail right. I'll like push up the glasses on the bridge of my nose, even though I'm not wearing glasses that day. <laughs> fucking love it. I love it. But you know what I don't love? And who will also pissed up the bridge of his glasses all the time, mainly because he had like people juice and fucking stuff part body parts all over the place. Fucking, if you're looking for a horror story that will affect your sleep schedule this Halloween season, look no further than fucking Dahmer. Oh my god. Dahmer was the worst... The worst thing I've ever fucking seen, man. And the worst, worst thing about it is that it's a true fucking story. True story. Matter of fact, if you jump on eBay, you can actually buy his last pair... Of glasses because you're a sick, sick fuck, and that's what Halloween does to people. But I am not mad about it. Uh, the movie was, <laughs> or the series rather, it was horrible, but it was done incredibly well. And what's the It space was style? wonderfully the, Evan, horrible. Evan Peters is the kid yes. from like the American Horror Stories series and stuff like that. He did a tremendous, tremendous job. Um, I guess the um, ultimately at the end of the day, the real message is. Uh, don't take a, a an open faced drink from somebody that you did not mix your fucking self, Ellis. If you think Dahmer was boring, <laughs> oh my God, Ellis. Uh, we are never going to the club together because like, hey, I'm gonna go to the bar. Get, what do you want to drink? It ain't gonna happen, Ellis no 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 i was like nah that shit was boring i can think of like seven or eight better ways to kill this motherfucker um but yeah there's just so much so much fucking new material that honestly uh as a purveyor like like yourself charlie uh it's a little troublesome because like i still want to get back to watch all the stuff that i know that's been established that i love but there's There's also as well as all this fucking great shit out there that I want to catch. And if anybody is sitting there saying, you know what, I'm not going to worry about any of that new stuff because it doesn't look particularly good. You must be on a fucking tootsie roll high, just like George Toy Boy Lucas, because both of you also as well as are fucking liars. And why is that, Charlie? Why is that? Because Han Han shot shot Burst. first clink clinky clink clink oh
1: vodka know. the cause and solution of my problems mine's already digesting <laughs> oh no oh, i yes. like it because i put it by my lights and it gets real warm Who
0: speaking drinks? of warm what kind of a russian kremlin living motherfucker like you drinks Warm vodka. Get it together. Not on purpose. It's because I'm wildly irresponsible,
1: John. Salute. (laughs) Uh, Brother, oh brother, I have uh, a quick question for you. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you like Logan, the movie Logan? I did like Logan. What if
0: Logan had fangs? Doesn't he?
1: He does, kind of.
0: In a lot of comics, they give him fangs. What if he was taller Blacker and a little less interesting. Less interesting than
1: Logan? That's right. Oof, that's kind of tough. What if his child sidekick, instead of having a foot claw, was a vampire? Now we're getting warmer. Oh, are we? Because uh, Marvel doesn't think so. Because <laughs> apparently Marvel's blade is a hot fucking mess. The 90 page script, which would equate, it's about a, a minute per script page. Um, is yeah. more morbid time than uh, Wesley Snipes refusing to open his eyeballs for a scene. Um,
0: Wes- Blade
1: Wesley. is that, the that next...
0: Jacket swirling monster.
1: Uh, Blade is the next Marvel film to be going through growing pains. Uh, you have a hell of a star. You had a hell of a director. The director is out. Uh, yeah. My sources, which are, you know, Twitter... <laughs> um declares that the uh the studio and the director a little bit fell out of love with each other for this particular project as always uh the director had nothing but nice things to say about Marvel as a whole oh yeah and the he incredible wants to work again exactly and the incredible cast they put together beyond that it seems that uh our our titular actor who is gonna be throwing on the shades as blade himself uh Mahershala. can you say the name because thank you Mahershala uh, Ali. Because I would have fucking said, mama, mama, mama. Um, I call him Hirsch
0: because we're good friends. Hirsch Incredib-
1: incredibly busy, so he doesn't have the bandwidth available to kind of quarterback the development process of Blade. But that's they not his job either not his job and it turns out that uh kevin feige uh, a little bit too busy steering the larger ship as a whole so the issue they ran into was this script was apparently all but completely anemic it needed a blood transfusion the story the story would be mostly in flashback form uh telling a tale of blade and his female vampire buddy um Er, apparently drafts of the script, it was his daughter. Other drafts, it was Dracula's daughter. Uh, Other drafts, it was just some fucking little vampire bitch. Um, Clearly, clearly there were Logan vibes without kind of any of the unexpected fun that Logan included. Logan's not a movie I'm in love with. Um, I personally, as devastated as I am that this movie's getting pushed back a little bit, looks like it's going to take a a lot more time to develop before they start shooting, um, I'm thrilled that they're not blowing their opportunity at um, a proper vampire showing. Before I kick it to you for your uh, initial reactions, uh, the the reports uh, that talk about this kind of pushback include the fact that at one point, uh, Werewolf by Night was going to include the first physical appearance right. of Blade, and they moved away from that as well because now it's... Um, uh, early in the in the development it was decided Blade should kind of stand on his own sweet ass boots. Yeah, Especially got, since his voice oh, appeared already.
0: Right, all and we got not was Marvel's the, the, best effort. The voiceover. Real, what's funny though too is like I thought of that more of a setup for Black Knight, and Black Knight is nowhere nowhere on the radar unless they're they're really doing a great job of kind of keeping yeah. everything under wraps. Like they also as well as um sorry, the fucking the JDs get, get, get kicking in. Um, all I want to say is this, and there was not anywhere to properly shoehorn this in, so I'll just do it in your segment because fuck this guy. Um, Indiana Jones as Thunderbolt Ross, Harrison Ford very well may be stepping into uh, John Hurts uh, decidedly talented shoes. Now we had talked about when we covered the uh, the Thunderbolt uh, announcements at at D twenty three. Um, the, the substantial lack of any red Goliath uh, and, and I had put out there and I'm still kind of hopeful that I see it um, that we might get a red She-Hulk and that'll allow Betsy to, to kind of slip past the fucking goaltender, um, but you know what though, if they're keeping it under wraps even if it's like a mid-credit situation, uh, if they're fucking keeping Thaddeus in check and it's my boy ooh my boy, uh, they I mean, he he said, look whatever, he could mumble his fucking way through it. I don't give a fuck. He has said that um, he has said that the newest and final Indiana Jones proper was gonna be his swan song. Look, if this ends up being like yet another uh, you know project for him, I've got no no qualms about it. Hey
1: Harrison, you want to make all the fucking money? Grow your mustache out nice and thick, bitch. Um. John, I I gotta I gotta Charlie. redirect you to the All questionable right. facial hair of uh, of my man Blade. Oh. What uh, what are your initial reactions? Are, are are you are you just glad that they're not just running with whatever they have? Uh, Blade getting pushed back. It's a project I know you were at least interested in. Yeah. Um. Because anytime Marvel's unique, I feel like the brothers Rivera uh, get really fucking excited. Um. And without CGI Bruce Willis available to uh, to kind of help out, maybe play uh, a Deacon Frost that's that's a little aged. We'll go young uh, CGI Bruce Willis. What uh, what are your feelings on the Blade pushback? Because this is the classic report of like troubled waters, but they're literally saying. We're not just going to fucking plow ahead. It's not ready. Let's pump the brakes. Yeah. It's not ready. What, uh, what are your feelings, man? This well, Marvel well, landscape keeps growing and I'll, retracting occasionally.
0: I'll, I'll say it this way. Had they kind of barreled forward with this uh, apparently uh, kind of like lead, gruff lead with like juvenile sidekick that he begrudgingly takes under his wing. Uh, it would at this point seem so so fucking tired. I always refer to it as the lone wolf and cub storyline, yeah. uh, and there have been we have gotten so many of them uh, in in recent uh, recent projects. I mean, obviously you mentioned Logan, but like probably the the one that is on the forefront of everyone's minds right now is uh, Mandalorian. I mean, you're yeah, my boy, is, Grogu. Grogu might be fifty, but he is definitely the uh, the juvenile. The, he's the Oliver in the cast just like sexing up the the, the, the joint um, but um, but no, it's not just that matter of fact we have HBO's coming with an adaptation of a, an insanely popular video game The Last of Us yes. that's also, at least for the first season no spoilers um, for the first season that's going to be a very similar situation like a lone wolf and cub scenario gruff, older fucking guy doesn't necessarily want to have someone under wing um, we just, uh, um, uh, we just fucking had, uh, what's his face? And I, I talked about it as the name escapes me, the fucking kid with the deer antlers and they adapted it from the Yes, comic. Sweet tooth. Uh, Sweet tooth. Thank you very much. Uh, and season two is nowhere to be found, which is one of the things about Netflix that I don't particularly like. Number one, the new monthly pre- prices go fuck yourself, Netflix. <laughs> Uh, I've been with you since the mail, uh, DVD in the mail days. Don't do me like that. Um, But also as well as they tend to like, yeah, we'll try it. And then if is even one dissenting fucking voice, like, fuck it, no more of that. And uh, they've left us hanging. Yet, you know, ass fucking piss poor adaptations of decidedly good material. uh, They end up letting fucking run forever. Lock and Key is one of my favorite comics you know it comes comes to us from some of my favorite creators that's netflix
1: they're charging you a dollar more they're like yeah keep talking
0: asshole keep talking uh now it's two dollars um but yeah so so they they're particularly funny with how they decide what's going on or what's not going on so truth be told i'm i'm happy that marvel decided to say no 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 we're gonna pump the brakes to use a Charlieism. uh pump the brakes let's not move forward with this and it's not as if, they're not dc right yeah when dc said oh sorry we're gonna cancel Batgirl," girl and here are all the reasons but we all know that it was financial ultimately um you say okay well it's not okay that you're canceling because i was looking forward to many elements of that but then what are you what are you moving forward with because your entire offering can't be black adam uh maybe flash Shazam! At some at some point, like they have such a such meager offerings over at DC, whereas Marvel's like, no, no, you're not gonna get this, but here's fifty two other fucking movies and TV series. Uh, matter of fact, I was just reading that they decided, uh, um, what was it, uh, Armor Wars? They're like, no, oh, yep. this is we're gonna we're actually gonna amp this up, so they might be getting some of the, this sweet sweet <laughs> blade money, like you know, here's some more CGI shit. Um, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm okay with it. I really am. What, what about you?
1: You know, the, in, in years past, I would have been wildly disappointed, but the truth is I got two really great blade films in the past. And I got a third one that I fucking enjoy because I'm, I'm a heathen. And, uh, frankly, uh, Jessica Biel, um, uh, makes a lot of mediocre things better at, at this point, uh, in I my don't life. I know
0: how you're not a cricket wireless subscriber because you you forgive that man anything at all. It's true, and
1: I would if I fucking owned my phone, but it's a lease, so whatever.
0: Um, uh,
1: figure that out for me, Ryan, and, and we'll talk. Get, just send me a flip phone. Um, for me, Blade is this amazing second bullet in the chamber of what uh, Werewolf by Night might be setting up. Now, the thing is, Werewolf by Night some reports are saying that it's more comedy than horror, which I'm fucking all in for. Like, you can absolutely do if that. If that's a... the
0: case, then it's going to be the goriest <laughs> fucking comedy yeah, But, uh, But you know what?
1: Evil Dead. I'm fucking... I, but that's exactly right. It's like Evil Dead set the stage for me being very open to that. For me and Blade, my relationship with Blade has always been a complex one because I did not think the comic book character was particularly interesting i thought aesthetically he was kind of goofy back in the day it was the wesley snipes film that i was like vampires are fucking awesome uh deacon frost i would absolutely party with fucking blades vest is the coolest shit i've ever seen fuck yeah tattoo the sides of your head let's fucking go so there has been I'm one of the rare people that I think the first Blade film is better than Blade 2. I don't think it's filmed better than Blade 2. I don't think the story is better than Blade 2. I think it, as a total package, I think the first Blade, especially taking the context of its time, was the closest thing to a follow up to The Crow I could have ever fucking asked for. So when. Because uh, of the shiny pants? because of the shiny fucking pants you get me leather pants for the win so when we have this opportunity to once again quasi reinvent this underutilized character i want it to be a fucking triple at minimum there's not room for a double i don't want another single this isn't this isn't something that a lesser version of will satiate me Right when Luke Cage came out. I like Luke Cage. I like him in the comics enough that his show only had to be okay. And the truth is, I thought that show was good. I didn't think it was great. I didn't think it was amazing. It wasn't fucking Daredevil. I need Blade to be Daredevil quality. I need this to be Marvel's Dark. Oh, As a movie. Underground as a movie, I need it to be. It's like Dark Foundation. I need this to be Marvel horror Iron Man. I need this to fucking make sure that everything that comes after it, that's kind of dark and fucking creepy and fucked up, is as far away from Morbin time as possible. Because I've seen what Marvel horror looks like in its worst form. Morbius is offensively bad, but that's it's, not
0: really Marvel. Uh, but still, so but.
1: But it's still that that type of character can be made into a fucking pathetic shadow of itself. I need Blade to whip ass. And uh, yeah. I think I think this is a great sign for they they want it to be Iron Man level and they're not gonna settle for it being Thor well but a, any of them.
0: Here's here's the thing, and I I'm taking a little different of a tact because I feel that When you have creators and I'm talking about every level from the fucking key grip to the starring performers, uh the directors, the the script writers, like you hand shit off to people, you're like, I trust you. I trust that you're going to do the right thing and this is gonna be a banger. Uh knock yourself out. Like Marvel has the house money at this point, the equity, to, to to do that. They can take shots. Yeah. Uh, Just like they did with Eternals. They also can be Netflix and say, you know what? Nobody liked it. No more of that. So like any of the fucking, you want to talk about like storylines, they never get picked up again. I don't think we're ever going to fucking find out what happened to the, and and the Eternals will return. There was no fucking panel like that uh, anywhere near. I mean, honestly, I think maybe the closest that we'll get will be Star Fox. The the further adventures of Star Fox and what he did that Tuesday. Um, because that dude's pretty bullet bulletproof at this point. Uh a friend, a friend of the show, Sean. He actually was. Uh, he's he's an electrician, if you as you know, and uh, he was doing the work uh, at at Madison Square Garden, and uh, they were setting up for, uh, for fucking, uh, for what's his face? I uh, uh, his name escapes me, but um, yeah, Thanos' little brother, the pale yeah. guy, the pale one. <laughs> Um, like he just looks fucking sold out, show after show after show. And my boy Billy Joel gets his mail at Madison Square <laughs> Garden. He is always there, always selling out shows, and rightfully so has a banner hanging from the rafters. Do you believe this little motherfucker, Star Fox bitch, also now has a fucking banner hanging from the rafters of MSG? Ich. Ich. it just Bitches All love you him. little fucking Starbucks drinking, pumpkin spice loving, Han Solo season wearing fucking boots with the vest, but you would never sacrifice for the rebellion. Go fuck yourself for giving this Star Fox biatch his own banner in the heralded rafters of MSG. Yeah, I know the Knicks ain't, Rangers ain't doing shit about it, but Billy Joel is. Shame on you here's the thing though you bring
1: up a, a, a very unique but a necessary fucking point this blade is not an evergreen Rare. character blade is not a character that Marvel needs so if we want the darker side of Marvel if we yeah. want if we want a uh, uh, please say the actors name again because I don't want to botch it Mahershala Ali If we want to see more of him in the fucking trench coat with the fucking guns and fucking up vampires, even if the plan wasn't for there to be three more Blade movies, that Blade movie and then him showing up to kick some ass, maybe him rolling with going uh, supernatural clearly, and they got me all fucking titillated for this idea of like Blade, Ghost Rider, fucking Moon Knight, like this this fucking cool. Badass, these movies that are kind of designed for people like me who, if I never see a fucking hero, like, oh, I'm fucking nobody. Now I'm a hero. I'm going to sacrifice. Fuck off. I want this shit. I want him fucking su- sucking blood and chopping off fucking heads whoa, 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 and whoa, getting whoa, laid whoa, whoa. and getting
0: paid. Charlie um, was far more into Interview with the Vampire than I realized. Um, uh, well, Charlie, let me ask you this because you, yeah. you do raise an interesting point. I always um, do, bitch. As far as tropes are concerned, you, we're going to let that lie fly right by. It's fine. <laughs> um, uh, as far as tropes are concerned, so, so Marvel has kind of like said, okay, uh, we'll go ahead and we'll listen to the fact that directors are walking away from projects. Star performers are saying, nah, this is pure doo-doo caca. Do something about it. They said, okay, that's, that's enough. Uh, uh, well, that's, that's enough signs. We can read the signs. Uh, and they said, "Okay, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna punt here. We're gonna, we're gonna drive it down to win the game, uh, maybe in overtime." Um, we've established that the Lone Wolf and Cub, kind of like a concept, is a, it's running a little thin at this point. Marvel realizes it. Well, um, and you're saying that you don't like the, oh, t- yesterday I was a normal guy. Today I'm a superhero. Oh, how's it gonna be? And the Marvel. Marvel kind of like looking into Origins. Thankfully in my opinion they're getting far more they're leaning far more to the Hulk opening credits uh, with Lou Ferrigno that we reference uh, rather than the, like you know the, the very first man where like okay this happened and this happened and this happened and now you'll have 10 minutes where you can actually see the hero in action wearing a mask. Um, would you prefer that over the villain redemption story which has also been fucking done to death like at this point look they say there are seven basic plots in all of movies at this point we have taken two maybe three of them off of marvel's plate so if you're kind of like painted into the corner you're in the the writer's room in marvel and you've been given blade as your assignment yeah um what direction would you take it to because we talk yeah. about that all the time. I hate this. I hate that. All right, motherfucker, do it better. What kind of what kind of a Blade movie would you like to see? What kind of further adventures of Blade would really get you uh, jammed up? You you hit the nail
1: on the head because it would be further adventures. I think the only way to tell this vampire story, to tell this fucking uh, uh, this is ultimately a story about immortals till they're fucking not right until you until you get your ass staked so i thought the original I don't blade
0: steak, but yeah go fuck them
1: <laughs> i think the original blade uh approached it the best way you introduce one of your supporting characters and the movie ultimately is them being shown the world that is established. Blade's been whipping ass in the fucking background. Uh, this shit's been going on. And Marvel now has the superpower. You can show events that have happened. Man, what if Dracula was snapped? Like I, Like, again, not having thought about it, Dracula was snapped. Now this motherfucker's back. And for the first time ever, like, they just thought he was fucking killed. Maybe they thought Blade fucking did it. And now, homeboy's back, ready to fucking
0: go. Can I put something out for you?
1: Fuck yes, please do. It's a writing meeting, son. Marvel, call us. And
0: all the Marvel motherfuckers watching at home. So what if, not just Dracula, but what if thousands of vampires were snapped? Fuck yeah. And when five years later, they get snapped back, it's daylight, bro. Oh! So you have an unintentional Thanos fucking, like, almost worldwide wipeout of vampires. To the point where Blade is like, now what the fuck am I going to do? I did
1: it! <laughs> yeah.
0: He's like, Whip, it's about time for retirement. It's Miller time. Like, now, <laughs> now you got Blade looking for fucking work. Or maybe uh, uh, more to the point you've uh, kind of fucked up whatever vampire... Uh, kind of like uh, hierarchy power structure that they had in place and these new youngins, like they like to do are just running around like a bunch of know-nothing young punks listening to their loud-ass music playing video games. Um, So, so maybe the snap can have affected the Fuck vampire yeah. world more to the point and that would actually bring it closer to the fold of what Marvel's doing because a lot of the Marvel projects now are kind of all wrapped around closely to that nucleus of the fucking snap. Yeah, Thanos might be a memory of this point, but his After Effects, he's living Bigfoot sized fucking footprints all over the Marvel verse. Um, so maybe that's something to think about. I mean,
1: I, I, I think I think it is a perfect way to throw a character into the universe without having to do bullshit origin. I think yeah. it I think it checks so many fucking boxes and also if it's not what the story's about, fuck it. And also like revisiting moments that we know have happened in Marvel from this like fucking underground society fucking thing. Fuck yes, man. Come on, like, let's go. We're talking about comic book movies. The more, like, comic books they are and the fucking yeah. crazy we can get. We got space gods. We got vampires. Let's fucking stop fucking around, man. Part of the reason, because, like, I don't fucking hate Spider-Man because he's not fucking real. I don't read Spider-Man because I don't need to hear about fucking
0: gay-ass Peter Parker's problems.
1: Whoa, whoa, like, whoa, just whoa, whoa, whoa. fucking just kiss First a guy all, already.
0: We get it. In the multiverse... We do have an LGBTQ plus Spider-Man, so why don't you slow your roll? But I think the Fair. bottom line is this. You're talking about this upcoming Blade as if only the Wesley Snipes version had been on the table. You don't forget about call? my boys. Don't forget about my, my, my boy from Onyx. Sticky Fingers and the much maligned Blade T-Show. Ah! Da, da, da. Da-da-da. Let the boys be boys. Come on, you youngins. Come on. Recognize. Know something for once. Don't forget we got to pour out a little for Coolio, who's no longer with us. Rest in power, Coolio. We miss uh, you, brother. But look, uh, clearly, Coolio and clearly. Fingers knew how to pay the bills. So, Charlie, why don't you show yeah, these clearly. how we do it
1: clearly my brother got a little fucking payoff from fx to sell that three episode dvd of blade the tv show but unlike my sellout fucking brother i don't represent Uh, one of those shitty pods who sell out for any random brand that's willing to pay. No, no! Today we are brought to you by one of our absolute favorite bands that, of course, is Bad Mary. You heard them during the intro. You're going to hear them again at the end. Wonder where else you can catch their act? You can go ahead and follow them at Bad Mary Band across all social media platforms. You can support them over on patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary Band. You can stay up to date at badmary.com for merch and upcoming events. My favorite part is their entire discography johnny boy it's available on every single music streaming service
0: damn straight. and uh bad mary knows even my boy sticky fingers knows where we dropping with sergeant finesse you can find him gaming on both trovo and facebook multiple streams every day outstanding video game content supporter games co-streams giveaways contests. Don't be a sucker. Check them out today. However, if you need to pick me up at this point in the game, you're going to have to go and do what John does and go have an under-the-tongue B12 tablet because Sargent is no longer affiliated with SneakEnergy.com. It's delicious. It works. But you know it, though, that ship has sailed. So don't worry about using code SGT at checkout at Sneak because uh, they are no longer affiliated. Uh, but the bottom line is when the Sarge is on deck, you salute GG son. Fuck Sneak. Fuck Sneak. Uh, today's episode is also brought to you by Bang Energy. Use
1: code Charlie's Money Pocket and see if it works.
0: <laughs> Delicious.
1: <laughs> Johnny Woo!
0: Boy! Yeah, Charlie. Uh, we
1: we've been we've been deep this whoa whoa, fucking...
0: whoa whoa whoa
1: whoa not in each other not yet except when I give you those hugs Damn um it. we've been deep in that horror world for this yeah. episode uh, sure. and I do got a question yeah.
0: uh, what's going on watch wise man what do you what are you checking out what do you want to talk about is uh, Charlie I, I want to make thing one thing abundantly clear here in this a yeah. uh, wonderful production of US comics cast I want to be real clear The fucking weatherman never throws to the anchor with a ham-fisted transition like that. I'll take care of the transitions for my own topic. Charlie, eh, we're pretty deep into the old horror topic. And uh, I got to tell you what I am watching right now. I don't know if you're watching it. We had mentioned... Prior, the dearly departed Anne Rice, she left us far too early because I'm pretty sure uh, that it, deep in her belly, there were more fucking tales. Yeah, uh, more sexy, and, sexy tales. Mm. I, I mean, literally and figuratively sexy tales. Um, look, Anne Rice <laughs> is one of those authors that even when I was reading uh, a work of hers that I'm like, yeah, mm, you threw your pants not away. her best. Not her best. I mean, there are some times where like, conceptually... I was all about it, but some of her, depending on what was going on,' because you know her life has is one of those roller coaster lives. Um, I could love a concept and not always love the uh, um, the way that it was particularly handled. Sometimes I think something's gonna be totally trash, like I don't know, like Lestat meeting the devil, which actually did happen. Uh, I'm like, huh, look at that. I am surprisingly enjoying this particular <laughs> fucking outlet. But but those type of works, which are in and of themselves, in my opinion, kind of uneven. Um, they don't always translate to the very very best, which anyone who saw the uh, Queen of the Damned, yes, can attest to, because that was conceptually a great chapter in the Lestat, that the Lion Court. Should have been fucking awesome. Should have been fucking great in Aisha. Aisha, is that the uh, name that she passed? You're gonna. Uh, I'll look it a, up because I don't want to be disrespectful. One of fucking. Uh, I believe I can fly as victims. Um, but yeah, in any case, so that, so that movie was not what it should be, and she famously was not happy about the Tom Cruise casting, though I particularly really enjoyed uh, that adaptation. I thought Tom Cruise was great. I thought Brian Aaliyah. was great. Aaliyah. Sorry. I was thinking of the song Aisha. Aisha, like the fucking first, uh, one of the first viral videos that I'm Just fun, just quick fun fact, sure. and all
1: due respect... Uh, to Aaliyah, uh, we lost an incredible talent, uh, far too goddamn young. That one music video where she's like in the crop top was the first music video I ever recorded on VHS.
0: And I'd watch that four, five, six, seven times oh, a day. Charlie, that poor VHS was like, not again. Uh, help me. Somebody take this kid's VCR away. <laughs> um, Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Jenna Jackson's fucking... uh. Um, her video that JLo choreographed and it's like if you watch real closely she's one of the background dancers in that was that was my first video that I recorded um but in any case we are indeed getting a new or we have actually because two episodes have dropped over on AMC um we've gotten a new adaptation of Interview with the Vampire so Look, I am oh. going to say this. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and preface this with saying if you are going to watch sit down and watch this and you love Anne Rice's work and maybe you even loved the uh the original uh the first adaptation with Tom Cruise, love Tom Cruise. Uh with Brad Pitt. Um It's it, it that's not what you're getting. That that's that's not what you're getting. They have they, they they took a, they swung from their heels on this one right. So the new AMC interview with the vampire, they said, you know what? We are not going to play it safe. At least as far as these first two episodes are concerned, they did a few things right away that you're like, you're going to pull a fucking Leonardo meme and point at the screen you're like, that's different. And uh, I feel like, and I'm including myself. Anytime that there's a departure from source material, our hackles go up because yeah. it feels like we've studied for a test that is that we're not gonna get. Hey, Joker Street yeah. joining us on uh, a little late. Um thank you for joining us, Joker. We're good to see you. Um so 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 there's that initial fucking reaction. But Charlie, can I tell you this? Yes. I wasn't five minutes into that first episode where I said, Fine, I am yeah. just Fucking fine with it. So right off the bat, uh, Louis uh, is portrayed by a gentleman of color. Matter of fact, Game of Thrones fans might recognize him as Grey Worm. Uh, who and this was... time, both nuts intact. His... Let's go. Oh man, and you know what though? He fucking proves it too, because that motherfucker drops trowel at the drop of a hat or drop a trowel. Um, this isn't a very adult affair uh, fair uh, that we're getting from AMC, like nudity, fuck yeah, we check, are blood check punching through heads. You got it, um, but that's just there's uh, a lot of side the changes titty. that they AMC fucking AMC is just busted out their side titty budget max out side titty. They're like, all right, just go ahead and uh, why don't you just <laughs> gussy up those nips for the screen real quick? She's like, oh these nips, they're like yeah, those nips right there. She said, like, all right, where's camera one? Camera two. Camera one. Camera two. It is. It is an adult, adult (laughs) joker. Sometimes it takes hiding in the closet to justify watching a show like this. Um, (laughs) Charlie, I am all about it. So just real quick, I want to run down the changes. One of the very first things um, that's noticeable is that, again, that that Louis, uh, who was played by Brad Pitt, who famously is not a a man of color. He's not a person of color. What? Um, so gray worm and and uh i apologize because his name charlie why don't you google that name for me yeah um so so the gentleman played gray Worm on game of thrones he is a person of color and he is killing it so far so obviously there's his skin color uh also as well as um claudia is also she she's portrayed by a person of color Uh, They also age her up a little bit. Now, anybody who's going to take umbrage with that, let me just remind them that Claudia in the fucking book is like, she's single digits. She's like six, five or six years old when, uh, uh, you know, when she's made into a vampire um, by Lestat. And I'm gonna use first names here as if everybody is familiar. So Charlie, feel free to, to curb me if I'm getting a little too familiar. Fuck
1: yeah. Before we go too far away from it, Jacob Anderson is rocking Jacob Anderson, uh, rocking
0: wow. Louie. That is the least gray worm name I have ever heard in my life. <laughs> Honest uh, if to God, said, I did not oh, A guy it. named Jacob Anderson was playing him like a surfer guy, like fucking a Kendall. Pops into my mind. I'm like, not Grey Worm. That's crazy talk. It's uh it's a uh, Jacob Anderson, Sam Reed, and
1: Bailey Bass. Um, which, if it wasn't for Bailey saving everybody, I would have been like, this show stars Steve Stevenson, John <laughs> Jonathan, and Chuck
0: Chuckmeister Yeah, because yeah, that's some
1: fucking generic ass shit. Go ahead
0: and add that to her fucking abilities list on her resume. Um. So, so yeah. Right, right off the bat, again, we're gonna say. Obviously, having two out of the three leads now be uh, persons of color is a tremendous change. They also went ahead and they changed the timeline a little bit. Whereas prior, this was pre uh, pre 1776, like plantation days and fucking yeah. Louisiana's doing uh, the the you know not such great things going on down there. <laughs> they have uh, moved this along so no longer is he kind of like a weepy, depressed blonde long-haired brad pitt looking like he just came off of remains of the day or some bullshit like that fucking legends (laughs) will fall is what i meant um honestly this louis has balls so they took him from being a reluctant plantation owner whose wife dies and he's like i'm so sad i don't even want to smash my my hot field slave who ended (sighs) up being on fucking uh on uh, Westworld, I uh, forget her name too. But that all being said, this Louis has fucking brass balls. He's basically a pimp. He's running a row of Hula houses down. You can tell uh, by the uh, way I Louisiana. do this walk, he's I'm like, gonna be a vampire.
1: He like literally went into the bowl alley. He took a slice of pizza off yeah, someone's yeah, plate. Yeah. This motherfucker, if he wasn't he so fighting. He has
0: swagger. He has swagger. He's now, a Ellis, fucking swagger. I want to address this really, really quickly. So Ellis is joining. Uh, he, he makes a comment here for anyone who's not on the visual. Uh, so Stupid. they changed everything about it. Just call it something different question mark. And Ellis, I appreciate that, uh, question because that is legitimate. Um, I will say this, they have not changed to my viewings th- thus far. And I'm two episodes deep cause they, they did a kind of a, a little double drop type thing. They did a double drop, uh, Two episodes in, they changed details. They didn't change the heart of shit. They didn't change the character because ultimately, Louis is still Louis. They changed his backstory. It's honestly, it's like the equivalent of change of changing how a comic book character got their powers. But when, when they get their powers, they're that person that you remember. They're that person that matches the feedy pajamas that you ran around in as a little kid building up static shock and fucking shocking the tits out of aunt Murgatory. Um, so they changed some of those details. They changed the timeline a little bit. Um, it's still, still very much back in the day, just not quite as back in the day as the novel and the original adaptation was. They changed his skin tone. However, and this is the big, however, and ultimately this is really what I want to talk about in the few minutes that we have left. They did it in the John-approved method. They didn't do it just to do it. They didn't do it and pretend we don't see color. Everything is going to be the same. It's just going to be a situation of inclusion. It's just going to be a situation of representation. Let me say this to all the Hollywood people who are not watching and listening. Oh, Latin pedestal, let's do this. Get your pencils out and write this down. If you do something like that, if you make a change, and again, this goes to Ellis's point. If you make a major change like that, and you don't fucking address it. If you make a major change like that, and you never touch on the differences that that change would then create. You're not doing anybody any favors. Yep. As a matter of fact, you are doing the worst Kind of placating. You are doing the worst kind of yelling out into the void. A voice that's going to get lost to the nothingness. You are indeed doing nothing. All you're doing is making yourself feel slightly better as you tuck yourself into bed at night. Wearing self-same feety pajamas that shock the tits out of Aunt Mary when you're running around as a little kid. You're doing nothing. However, the new interview with a vampire ain't doing that. They are saying, look, this is a Louis who has fucking balls. This is a Louis who something trem- tremendously tragic happens to and then creates a whimpering mess for Lestat to come in and scoop up in his main- manly fucking French accent arms. This is a Louis who is now vulnerable. This is a guy who was one thing and then is now another, which allows for this terrible, questionably, a terrible transition to have occurred and cursed him for like fucking hundreds of years. And then he's going to now tell you about it, which is that first interview with the vampire. But Charlie, at no point did they hide the fact that this is now a character who is black. And they're going to tell you about his black experience. As a matter of fact, and this is no spoilers, the fact that this motherfucker, that this version of Louis... Ends up on fucking Lestat's radar is because of his black skin and the way that he is treated in Louisiana, even in in New Orleans, even in his neck of the woods where this is a fu- he's the big swinging dick on the block. He's got his own fucking whorehouses. However, the powers that be there say they they still are talking down to him. Even other purveyors of flesh. It's not even about what he does for a living. This is a cat who came from money, right? He had to kind of salvage the family name, and he did it the only way that was available at the time. He peddled flesh, no longer sugar cane. However, they still looked down on him. That's when the stat is fucking getting to, literally getting to his head. It's like, yo, these motherfuckers, they're giving you pennies on the dollar. They think this, that, and the other thing about, yo, I got you. You want to even the fucking playing field? Oh my God, what a great... Fucking it approach. Is, it is, and, what a dynamic to, change yeah. to make. And, this, and it's an improvement. Ultimately, yeah. you know what this felt like, Charlie? And then I'll throw it right to you. Yeah, please. This felt like the creator of the series, Anne Rice, like that. She got a mulligan. And they came to her and they said, hey, you know what? We love your work. If you could get a mulligan on the creation of this uh, story, how would you do it? this felt like the type of thing that she would have come up with. And I'm convinced, having read so much of her material, totally this would have gotten her uh, stamp of approval. She didn't She didn't want Tom Cruise for the role uh, for the longest time. And then it wasn't until she saw him on the screen, she's like, no, this this little tiny bastard yeah, he fucking did a great it. job. He nailed it. So now, uh, he, I,
1: I feel real good about it. Here's here's what I would say
0: to potential yeah, you're right, detractors. You're right.
1: Because Ellis brings up a valid point. He says, yeah. but they specifically added... Anne Rice's sure. interview with a vampire. Here so, would be my argument. Because this is
0: still Anne Rice's yeah, interview with and, a vampire. And here, I It was I only think... the very initial setup that's even remotely different. It's only those first few beats yeah. where it's different. It's 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 how the story comes to pass. I mean, they also changed to a degree real quick. I promised I'd give it yeah. to you. Uh, this is the only other thing that I'll mention. They even fucking changed the reporter situation. Whereas before the reporter they meet up uh um and then he just lays out the whole thing this almost is like this almost plays like a sequel to it i was gonna they, say they 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 um, louis had met this uh, reporter whose name is the character's name escapes me right now um had met him like back in 73 now in this version and they revisit in 2022 actually post-covid which is i think the first series that i've seen that addresses covid and like at least part of at story. least
1: well i've seen a couple of people ham fistedly ah, be like, COVID. like su-
0: superstore has done it and things like that but like as far as serious fare um i love the way they're handling it, it is still ellis just to address your your uh, question or, or or statement it's still a hundred percent interview with the vampire it's just the setup and the voices i'm not talking about ellis here but i'm um, the voices like Meh. This is different. This is different. To talk about Charlie's fucking umbridge that he took earlier. You know who those fucking people sound like to me? They're like, meh, when they're doing their their kids' new math. This isn't the way that I learned it. So, so what? Nobody fucking cares how you learned it, dude. You learned it already. This is the new way. And if you want to be fucking up to speed, you better get yourself there on your own. Because now, this is how it is fucking deal with it it's good it's yeah. good
1: but even but even if it wasn't let's just talk about this concept of uh ownership what mm-hmm. makes Anne rice's interview with the man? so i'll take it comic booky stanley is the co-creator of spider-man stanley is in many ways considered the grandfather or father of marvel comics right he is the man who shepherded modern uh Marvel comics. sure. So it's not inappropriate, and I would argue it should be necessary that if you have a Spider-Man project, it's fucking Stan Lee's Spider-Man. Now the first Spider-Man trilogy changes billions of things about Spider-Man's origin about his original execution there was no fucking macho man uh rolling around bone saw is ready but we all know that that movie is better for having bone saw now flat now now jump forward we get another uh set of spider-man films that in hindsight everyone loved but starring no one John. fucking saw starring john's crotch behind good old Mary.
0: No that me. is still
1: that is still stan lee's spider-man it's just it looks a little bit different it sounds a little bit different sure. it's approached a little bit different now we have another trilogy of spider-man films guess the fuck what that is still stan lee's spider-man because why radioactive spider person gets bit person was kind of a fucking dweeb now he's swinging around boring the shit out of charlie for now his fucking ninth at bat you,
0: you're
1: so, so long. and what so makes long. this nothing about uh AMC's and Rice's interview with the vampire series does not feel like interview with the vampire it does in fact feel 100%. like it Charlie, fits and i would argue I, I before i
0: almost i'm sorry what was you no no you no meant?
1: yeah before i before i kick it to you the fact that the show kind of worked in a wink and a nod like the interview has already happened And it was like filled with misconceptions and fucking shit that didn't line up and can play as somewhat of a sequel to the film or a sequel to what we've read before. The fact that it can live in that same conversation so far, just two episodes deep, and I've only seen fucking one, every decision they fucking did, um... I think has been all wonderfully creative uh, moves. And just before I kick it to you, John, because it is your topic, Ellis says, but the original one didn't have it. Yeah, because back in the day, they didn't like giving creators fucking any sort of acknowledgement. So they wanted to fucking pretend and racist shit didn't exist.
0: If if I may, though, Ellis, I think uh, a lot of that also has to do with the fact that with her passing, we're going to get a lot more... Uh, free adaptations of Anne Rice's work because now you only really need whomever is got the rubber stamp of, of her uh, the creative works which I would assume would be maybe, maybe Chris her son who's also a writer um, or, or her daughter maybe I'm not sure but uh, we're gonna get I think an influx of Anne Rice material and I, I've read a lot of it I've read a lot of it and a lot of it is kind of rife for adaptation One of which that I can think of, and all due respect to Rocky Johnson, because I'm not trying to get the Dwayne Johnson. I'm just trying to get the fuck beat on me. Um, One of the very best mummy stories that I ever read was Ramses the Damned. So, Ramses the Damned is an Anne Rice uh, uh, book, which uh, kind of like is her mummy take. Uh, And again, no spoilers. So you have the mummy running around, blah blah. So I want you to kind of like cast your mind back to the original Brendan Fraser mummy, which we all have now kind of like wrapped up in bundling clothes and hugged close to our chest because we saw. Admittedly, I again I love Tom Cruise. Not I was not in love with that uh, that current um, that remake, the the newest mummy. Which although was also, you are wearing his costume from that. Well, movie. that's you know, that's, and I also fucking fought a dusty motherfucker outside. What's your point? Um. Was also another failed attempt at launching uh, relaunching, the uh, the Universal Mar- Marvel's the Dark or, uh, Universe, Universal Monster Universe rather. Um, but that all being said, we're getting now, and I had mentioned it before, um, we're fucking getting uh, the, the the Mayfair Witches. So we're getting that coven running around. That's an Anne Rice vehicle. Obviously, again, we are getting now this newest interview with the vampire. And it is all Anne Rice. If we're going to get Ramsey's, fantastic. She did a bunch of other stuff. Matter of fact, if you really want to talk about an insult to Anne Rice's work, go ahead and fucking uh, rewatch East of Eden. Because that, they turn into a comedy. Let me just double-check my own shit here. Because, uh, exit, exit to Eden? Hold on a second. Um... Charlie, go ahead and fill for me while I do a little quick uh, research here. Yeah, I think what's, what's
1: really fucking interesting is these kind of... Anne Rice is such an influential creator. She's now kind of getting the opportunity that Stephen King has gotten, which is the adaptations that he either was a part or was not a part of get second bites of the apple. They might be getting a third bite at the fucking yeah. apple well, the, the, in some the of only, these cases.
0: The, I, I do take a little umbrage with the Stephen King fucking uh, analogy because his, his body of work is maybe 10 times what hers is. He's such totally, a. Totally, but it writer. doesn't
1: change the fact that we got two it's. Well. We got, is, hits, we got two it's we got one we got four true. we got four fucking uh, all working, no play I also make think, this a bad adaptation
0: I also um, think that that has a lot to do with kind of like the era that we're in where it's easier to make flicks right now fucking Kev Smith did it you know on his credit cards but the, the movie to which I'm referring to Exit to Eden not East of Eden <laughs> Exit to the Eden again a 1985 novel it is the straight up sexiest fucking thing you thought if you thought that my boy Louie dropping trowel the first time the fucking old Louis got into his head was a little sexy time. Read Exit to Eden. Exit to Eden is one of those fucking books that I read it as a teenager. And I read it page after page. I was like, mm-hmm, page 17. Look over my left shoulder. Look over my right shoulder. I felt like I was doing something wrong. This movie was such a movie. This book was was such a sexy time affair that I'm like, I'm going to get in trouble for reading right now. This is clearly not intended for the likes of John, but I fucking read it cover to cover. Yeah, that's right, Mama Dukes. I read that shit cover to cover. That's Under how it your roof, about... I hope you're happy. Now, that being said, wait, what are you comparing it to? Please, please let this be as terrible as I think it's going to be. Uh,
1: When I read The Vampire Armand, I was like 11. Charlie,
0: the Vampire Armand is some preschool level shit compared to Exit to Eden. <laughs> what did you no. think I was going to say? I, I wasn't sure. Is, I'm like, is this what I unlocked? I don't know. When I
1: unlocked your PlayStation 2, the best passcode was 1234, <laughs> but I figured it out by going 0001. Charlie,
0: 0002. Let, let me go ahead and uh, say this. If I tell you that there's a novel out there, uh exploring the subject of bdsm in a romance novel form uh bringing attention to rice's published works that differ from the type of writing she was better known for with all the fucking vampires and witches and what have you um just like she did for sleeping beauty which was so sexy time she had to do it under a pen name um maybe you would think oh well this is going to be some these are these are my pants (laughs) just awful (laughs) Um, let me go ahead and get those pants right the fuck back on your body when I tell you that it was adapted into a movie by Gary Marshall. Oh, no. Um,
1: All right. St- <laughs> you had let me go. at Gary Marshall.
0: So, also, as well as, yeah. uh, let's just say, starring um, right. Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool. Dan cool, cool. Aykroyd. Just go ahead and... Uh, yeah, um, uh, Hike these nice and tight. Go ahead and put two, maybe three belts on that summer bitch. Yep. Because ah. I would never take those pants off again. You want to talk about an adaptation that yesterday... Ellis, <laughs> it, it was late, but that's the comment. <laughs> Charlie, a, 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 a further... From the source material, adaptation of any kind, I don't think has ever existed <laughs> in all of modern Is this Western Is this
1: literature. where Rosie O'Donnell is, like, in a leather outfit? Yeah!
0: Oh, that trailer, I remember, haunted me. Oof. To the magoof. Um, Charlie, the book was the sexiest fucking thing a junior high school John had ever laid <laughs> eyes on. And the movie was as as boner deflating as anything you have ever heard of in your life. But the bottom line we're at the 130 minute mark. I'm gonna say this um, interview with the vampire two episodes in I am all the fucking way supporting the changes that they made they have not only justified, more importantly, they have addressed you don't change someone's entire backstory, and then pretend like you didn't do it. That is completely irresponsible, it's lazy, and it's cowardly. That The team over at AMC, to no surprise to me, um, they're not doing it. They addressed the changes that were made. They, they justified the changes that were made. You feel good about the characters. The characters are still ultimately very familiar, if not that much more improved which is my personal opinion, but obviously that's that subjective. If you know the source material, if you just like the adaptations, whatever the case might be, you'll have your own uh, opinion. If you're going into it totally fresh-faced and dewy-eyed, good for you. Then you have no other frame of reference, you can just appreciate it for what it is, which also as well as completely fucking dope to drink. in. if somebody says, I don't know, and Rice, I don't know any of the source material, good, bad, or in the middle. I didn't know the adaptations that were made, good or terrible, which is exactly the rankings, uh, which if I'm uh, being official about it, uh, that that they are. Um, You're in a great place. The fucking show is dope, especially for this great pumpkin season that we're in. Keep your candy corn, keep your black licorice to yourself. Charlie and myself, we have so much Good, good to watch, to read, and more importantly, to talk about. I am juiced up, excited about it, just like I got a full size, not a fucking fun size, bullshit, Kit Kat in my bag when you hit oh, yeah. the bottom of that pumpkin. John, keep you talking for two minutes. Uh, Charlie is clearly putting away his pants. He has filled the cup, ladies and gentlemen. Now my And he's killing the camera. What is going on? Charlie might very well be reading and reacting to Exit to Eden, the, the novel, as we speak. It don't take much to get that furnace bow, uh, burning. Uh, guys, I'm, I'm super-duper excited. Matter of fact, one of the best things that I like about the AMC offerings is the fact that you can rewatch them immediately. Uh, I'm a big, big champion of the AMC Plus app. Uh, because fuck that Hulu shit doesn't carry everything. If it's FXX, you'll definitely get it, get it. Um, But this is straight AMC stuff. Also, as well as we did not mention it. So I'll take this opportunity now to mention it myself. Um, Guys, the fucking end of Walking Dead is upon us. Yeah, granted, I know we've got 27 and a half different spinoffs happening. Some for characters that never saw page one of the comics. Some that have been dead as fucking disco in the comics. Uh, but we are getting to the end. I have said it before. I'll say it here again. I'll take this opportunity. If you're one of the naysayers of kind of like the demise of uh, The Walking Dead over the, the subsequent 27 years that it's been on. I'm just talking about Walking Dead. I'm not talking about any of the, the current spinoffs, past or present. Um, Do yourself a favor and time permitting because there's so much new stuff out there. Binge it. Binge The Walking Dead from one to whatever the fuck they're up to now. Thirty before you, excuse me, before you go into that final season, I promise. This is a promise from John to you. You're going to enjoy it far more than you think you did when you watched them as they came out. Or maybe you pulled the cord on it, uh, uh, you know, after like season seventy-two, and you say, you know, fuck it, we're good now. Um, get caught up because this final season. Look, it's it's the end of an era. Uh, it's the end of an era. Uh, there's obviously gonna be other things coming up. There's gonna be movies. There's gonna be spin-offs. This that, and the other thing. But um, I think some, if not all, all of them will not make any fucking sense if you haven't watched this. They're still the uh, they're, they're still the fucking the the high watermark for horror. It changed the game. Walking Dead. We gotta give respect where respect is due. So take this opportunity to catch yourself up. But, uh, Charlie, I'm assuming your pants are on. Yes. You're sitting much lower, so i got to assume your bowls are now empty. They're no longer full. Um, So just do us all a favor. Don't tell us about those sexual exploits, but do and tell the good folks who stuck with us through my rants and ravings how we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics Cast. Well, first, you got to take your pants off. No, you then don't. Then you got to flip your open, open your
1: favorite chapter of no, Anne right.
0: different. It's chapter Okay, wait, 12. my bad.
1: Let me, let me try again. Take two, take two. First, mm-hmm. you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume up. Then you got to tune Bad Mary, and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky. see i girl. Yeah. End of the world